0: check it out right now at gitlatka.com guys. They charge insurance companies, uh, aftermarket uh, companies, uh, and and you know uh, connected fleet companies uh, anywhere between $70,000, $100,000 per year. Seven customers today, they just started selling five months ago, already at a $600,000 run rate. They think the end of 2022 at a $1.2 million run rate. They're basically giving all the speed data, acceleration data from your car back to GEICO. So GEICO knows how to price your insurance, right? Or so you can get a cheaper rate. That's sort of a, a good example there. They raised a $5.5 Series A last year sold between call it 10 and 20% of the business doing that team of 36 today. They control their burn, which is net burn $150,000 per month right now by having their engineering team in India. They've got plenty of runway though to continue to drive growth. Hey, folks, my guest today is Sandeep Ranjan. He's the CEO and co-founder of Cerebrum X, a company that focuses on unlocking the value of con- the connected vehicle. Before joining the company, he served as the SVP and GM of Automotive Service Business Unit at Harmon International, leading the co- uh, connected automotive cloud aftermarket OTA and cybersecurity businesses. Over the 28 years of experience in the automotive and communication industry, he has extensive experience in creating and successfully launching secure cloud-based IoT services that enhance the experience and contribute to sustainability aspects. Sandeep, you ready to take us to the top? Hey, same, Nathan, out
1: here, likewise. All right,
0: very, very cool. Wait, I want to make sure people don't get lost, right? X.ai is an AI-powered connected vehicle data platform. What does that mean?
1: So uh, what we do is when we get the data from the vehicle, uh, we process this in the cloud, and then there's a machine learning platform which really turns out information out of the data, right? So, uh, for example driving behavior, right? So so a lot of the machine learning goes into it, looking and analyzing the previous data to come up with some kind of a model, which scores, which provides more insights, and which is continuously learning, right? That that whole model is continuously learning.
0: How do you get the ability to collect the data from the car in the first place? Are you working directly with Ford and they put you in every truck?
1: Yeah, so we work with the top uh, four OEMs minus GM. Right now in North America, so we. You said it. the
0: top, the top five minus GM. Yes, minus GM, right? And so who are those? Four name, name the other ones.
1: Yeah, so you you can you can guess it, right? Out out of the five in terms of the sales, right? So minus GM, all the four, right?
0: Uh, and and no, Sandeep, all- sorry, my audience doesn't necessarily know the car market like you know the car market. Are so, you not able to talk yeah, about so the other? four? for example,
1: Ford, uh, uh, you have Stellantis, uh, Nissan, and. Uh, but then we talk about the toyota right?
0: okay so yeah so walk me through i have just bought a ford truck from the dealership yesterday is your software automatically installed in that ford truck no we don't
1: so we don't collect the data without your consent right nothing works without your consent right so typically what happens is that say that uh, you are part of a fleet right the toyota vehicle ford truck is part of a fleet right so what will happen is that once you give a consent that uh, I am okay to share my data. That consent and gets passed on to the OEMs, right?
0: Sandeep, though, I imagine you've got to install during the manufacturer process some piece of hardware to actually capture this data, right? Even if you have to wait for the user or the buyer of the car to say yes, you have to build in some piece of hardware, right? So,
1: so that hardware is already there in your vehicle. Uh, every vehicle already has a modem built in, just like your mobile phone. Uh, every vehicle already has a, mo- a modem which is already built in. Mm-hmm. so from from the perspective of enabling the data that already exists okay, mm-hmm. that data already exists right so what what uh, is happening is that once you give a consent that data gets sent to the cloud and then it gets handed over to server right so understood
0: it's N- name some examples because you're not selling to consumers i don't think you're selling to companies that have fleets of ford trucks and they want to track all of their fleet of ford trucks right
1: yeah Let's say that uh, if if you take the specific example of uh, let's say a Ford, okay. Let's say that for example, uh, you are looking for an insurance deal, right? You are, you are looking at an insurance, and you go to one of those insurance providers, right?
0: Well, who the problem is is my audience doesn't know when you use the word "you," they don't know what "you" means. Who is you? So
1: as an end consumer, right? When when you are a consumer, like let's say Nathan says, "Well, I need." Uh, to get an insurance and what you do is you go to one of the like like a Geico's of the world right? and you go to them you say well I need uh, insurance and what you would do is you would click uh, on the portal and what will happen is uh, you would say that yes I'm ready to share my data so that information from the likes of the insurance companies like Geico etc comes to us and from that consent what we do is we pass that on to Ford and based on that i think consent i think the data starts coming to us and then we really work on the data and pass on to the insurance companies
0: okay so so i as a consumer go to geico i say yes geico you can get my data that notifies your hardware or your application in my ford truck you pass my speeding or you know stop sign data to ford then what does ford do with it
1: so ford, ford doesn't do ford ford is uh, uh, only concerned about your consent they are they They are really particular whether if the data they are passing on, the concept is there or not. So based on on your driving habit, like if you're over speeding or if, uh, for example, your acceleration, your driving behavior is not right, uh, there is an issue with your driving behavior, what happens is your insurance policy, uh, your premium could go positive, negative. Right? If you're a good driver, you get the benefit. If you're not a good driver...
0: Uh, no I need, understand. Need I think I think everyone understands that. I'm trying to understand the information flow. So you you who's paying you? Ford, Geico or the consumer?
1: Uh, it'll be coming in from the Geico side or,
0: or or any of those insurers, right? Okay, so you're not when you say you work with the top 5 minus GM, that's just you're, that's not those are not your customers. Your customers are insurance oh, yeah, like so Geico. If,
1: yeah, so if you look into these top 5 are, are raw material, that's where you get the data from. Are, are the consumers of the data, the people who are paying for the data are the insurance companies. Uh, they are the fleet companies, the fleet providers like Azuga, which is part of Bridgestone or, or the aftermarket companies. Okay, so those are the people who are paying Sorry, for-
0: name an example, name a couple other examples of fleet companies that pay you. So for example, Bridgestone Mobility, right? Uh, uh, sorry, i sorry, I say that slower. Bridgestone, Bridgestone, Bridgestone. Bridgestone so Azuga
1: is a company, let's say Azuga is a company.
0: Okay. So you're saying it. You're saying it fast, and I can't understand the company okay. you're saying. So Bitstorm, Bitstor, Bitstorm, B I Bridge. T S T O R M, B R I D G E, Bridgestone. Bridge, Bridge. Okay. Bridge. Bridge, Bridge-, Bridge, Storm Mobility. Yeah. So Bridgestorm,
1: uh, uh, they have their mobility, which is they have a fleet division, which is Azuga, A Z U G A. Got it. So, so typically, what will happen is that. Uh, Azuga would come to us and say, well, I need data from, let's say, uh, Stellantis vehicle, right? So, for example, okay, so what we do is we go and tell Stellantis that this is what consent which we have, the consent gets passed on to Stellantis, and then Stellantis enables those. Sorry,
0: data. Sandeep, I don't know what, how does so there's Bridgestone, there's Bridgestone Mobility Fleet, and there's azuka inside of that fleet. So, what is Stellantis? Yeah.
1: So, so Stellantis is FCA. Uh, as it's, a, what? As a, it's an FCF Fiat Chrysler, so oh, it's a type so, of car. No, it, it's it's a company, right? Stellantis is a company which is Fiat Chrysler plus PSA. Fiat Got it. Chrysler okay. plus PSA combined is Stellantis. Got it. This was a new nomenclature which which happened. I think the whole merger happened in 2022, right? January 2022. So that's that's ah
0: uh, cool. yeah yeah. This is a car brand. It's it yeah. they own Chrysler and Fiat.
1: Yeah, so now let's say that uh, they have a RAM, RAM truck like RAM 1500, right? And, and that is part of a fleet of Azuga, right? So Azuga would come to us and say, Well, I need to track these vehicles, right? They're vehicles which are the RAM trucks, right? That's what you could track. You're tracking RAM trucks, right? Mm-hmm. They give us a consent. Yes, I think it's okay, legally all right to, to, to really get the data for these RAM trucks that information gets passed to the car manufacturer. In this case, it's Stellantis. And once it gets that data, that that full confirmation, they start giving you the data out, right? So that's the whole process. In this
0: case, So guys, sorry, just to be clear, just for everyone listening, Azuga is a company owned by Bridgestone that allows you to upgrade your fleet with their GPS tracking software and dash cams. It sounds like, Sandeep, you are built into that software module.
1: Yeah. So, so what will happen is uh, right now, that company is using some other mechanism to track the data. There is an adjunct device by which they get this information, right? Which is not coming in from the vehicle. It is coming from an adjunct hardware. They have to put an extra hardware to track Got the it. Vehicle. Okay.
0: You replace that. Yes, we
1: replace that. So the now becomes natural because the data Understood. is coming from the vehicle itself.
0: Okay. So again, I want to make sure I you get your customers here. And then I want to make sure we're short on time. So I want to get to the other stuff here. But insurance companies, fleet companies like Bridgestone Mobility, and what was the third kind of customer? So it is more like an aftermarket
1: uh, warranty companies. Uh, there is a company, Exium Connected, A-X-I-O-M, Exium Connected.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Very cool. Okay. And, and then give me an example, but I want to get your backstory here. But before we do that, what does the average customer pay you per month or per year to use this technology?
1: So, so, typically, you get an average revenue per per vehicle. It goes somewhere between uh, seventy two dollars, which is six bucks per month, to up to ten bucks, right? Which can go up to around one twenty dollars per month, right? So it depends upon what data they are getting, what data they are getting. So,
0: how many vehicles, though? When a new customer signs up for you, how many vehicles are they usually managing? Five, ten, a hundred, a 1, thousand? So, so
1: typically, most of these customers, they have more than hundred. Uh, key kind of vehicles, right? These feed companies—they have hundred thousand plus vehicles, right? If you look at, okay. Uh, so, if someone's
0: like, signing up for you to manage a hundred vehicles at seventy bucks a year, that's a seven thousand dollar per year contract. That's your yeah. sweet spot.
1: So that that's that's how it works. But again, then it scales up, right? Because then yeah,
0: but is that your sweet spot? Would you say the average is right around there, seven thousand a year for a hundred cars?
1: Uh, yeah, for hundred cars, but we're talking about hundred k vehicles, not hundred cups. We are talking about hundred thousand vehicles, right? Each of these fleet companies, for example, Azuga. As hundred thousand vehicles. No, Sandeep,
0: like. I understand that. I'm asking you: when they pay you, are they typically paying on average for a hundred cars at seventy bucks a year, or a hundred thousand at seventy bucks a year? What is so, your so, sweet so, spot?
1: So our sweet spot, when it starts with, it's something around thousand vehicles, thousand okay. to two thousand. That's that's what we start with. That's then we scale up. Okay, so, so that's, our,
0: like, our 70 of, to, that's yeah. like seventy grand to that's like seventy thousand to hundred forty thousand a year, something like that. Yeah, so that's
1: that's what it's typical. Customer would start with somewhere around. Uh, 70K to 140, 120K kind of this thing. But, I uh, see. And then you have those multipliers, like in terms of more customers and in terms of really they scale up, et cetera, and so forth.
0: Right? Let's put this on a timeline. When did you launch the business? What year?
1: So we started the company in July 2020 and our product was uh, up and operational in uh, 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 June 2022 this year. That's when the product was operational, when we started integration with this thing. Mm-hmm. So right now, it is
0: roughly around four months. Okay. And how did you pay for your salaries and stuff? I mean, there's two years there where you have no revenue.
1: No, but uh, uh, I think uh, initially, I think the company was bootstrapped by the founders itself. Like we are four founders who bootstrapped the company for uh, close to nine months or eight months. That's what we bootstrapped. And after that, we went for series A. So we were lucky to really get a series A by uh, March 2021, we closed our series A.
0: How much was that for? Well, so that was five and a half million. Four and a half? Five and a half. Five and a half. Interesting. Yeah. And when you, ra- most folks, you know, when they're raising a series, Series A last year, they were selling sort of 10 to 15% of the business. Were you sort of in that same range?
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's what it is. Yeah.
0: Okay, fair enough. So, I mean, but you're raising it like a 30 to 50 million valuation pre-revenue, really, right?
1: Yeah. So, I think uh, uh, that was a good part because most of the companies... Uh, 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 I think who were like some, a couple of our other companies, I think they were valued at uh, 1.4 billion, right? The companies who were in the similar segment, right?
0: Like and who? Then, Name a couple. Yeah, there is Autonomo and
1: Vijo, right? At that point Can of time. Can you spell those? Yeah. O-T-O-N-O-N-M-O. Autonomo.
0: A-T-O-N-O. O-O. O-O.
1: O as an orange, O-T-O-N-O-M-O.
0: O-T-O-N-O-M-O. Yeah.
1: So I think their market cap was pretty high when, when they went public, right? So again, at, at, at that point of time, I think uh, uh, this was one of the red, uh, I would say, uh, 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 pretty hot in that, in that sense, right? So I think we were lucky to early, uh, uh, we with it at the right time. And within nine months, we closed our series A.
0: Okay. Interesting. And then fast forward to today. How many customers are you working with?
1: Right now, we have uh, seven customers uh,
0: Okay. Uh,
1: right now. And as I mentioned, uh, one of them is uh, the, uh, I would say, uh, top three insurer in North America. That's one. I talked about uh, Azuga. Then you have uh,
0: exium Connected. Uh, oh, Azuga is a customer. Yeah, yeah, Azuga is a customer. Ah, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So, but if you've got seven customers paying on average 100000 bucks a year, you guys just broke about a $700,000 run rate, right?
1: So, yeah. So we will close. uh, So again, as you, uh, the ARR which will close this year uh, will be close to around uh, 1.2 million. But
0: what are you at at today though, in terms of run rate?
1: Uh, Our run rate right now is roughly around uh, uh, 600k as an ARR right now as we stand.
0: Okay. So you think you're going to double your ARR in the next 60 days? Uh,
1: Yeah, I think because... See, it's about really onboarding the vehicle. As soon as you onboard a fleet, the fleet itself uh, becomes, let's say, that you're onboarding 1,000 vehicles or so, right? So that's that's the kind of model it is. Okay. And if you're doing
0: $50,000 a month today in revenue, which is a $600,000 run rate, what were you doing exactly one year ago? Were you pre-revenue?
1: Yeah, we were pre-revenue. As I yeah. mentioned, like we went into production uh, uh, in June 2022. So yeah. right, it's just uh, roughly around four months when we are, we are in production, right?
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. Talk yeah. to me about your team. How many folks are on the team today? So we have,
1: uh, uh, 39 people, 36 are permanent, three contractors. Uh, sorry, 36 are
0: what? 36 permanent members and three contractors full time. Ah, uh, 36. Got it. And how many are engineers? So, uh, roughly around 28 are engineers. 29? 28. 28. Okay. 28 engineers. And, um, How have you, I mean, obviously now we're in a bit of a period, you raised in the heyday last year, 5.5 million, right? You grew your team pretty big, right? 36 employees for 600K in is very small revenue per employee. How are you thinking about managing your burn in, you know, a crazy economy?
1: Yeah, so I think that's a good question. Like In terms of burn, uh, most of our development team is in India. So what we have done is uh, we have kept the sales and marketing in, in U.S., while most of the pre-sales in US, while most of the development is in uh, is in India. So typically, mm-hmm. I think our burn is close to around 150 to 180k per month. So so I think- That's your pretty,
0: net your net burn. Yeah,
1: yeah. So our, 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 again, we're pretty conscious about that. And as the revenue starts kicking in, so I think that's where I think you start uh, getting a lot of that, starts getting offset.
0: And I imagine you still have a lot of, you should have a lot of the Series A still in your bank. Yeah, you should yeah, have more have. than 3 million so, in the bank, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have- a Yeah. F- yeah. So yeah. you, you guessed it right. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. All yeah. right. Um, anything else you want to chat about before we wrap up?
1: No, I think that's it.
0: So uh, yeah, I think pretty excited.
1: And, and awesome. again, uh, the market is pretty uh, hot what, where we are right now with most of the cars getting connected. I think uh, uh, this is going to be one of the big segments to look, out. look forward.
0: All right. Well, we're rooting for you. In the meantime, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, your favorite book,
1: now, my favorite book uh, is uh, uh, Fountainhead, I
0: read.: Spell it?
1: Fountainhead. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
1: I don't think I'm following anybody, right? Yeah, but I just hear to most of the people, but nothing like uh, in particular that you follow. anybody,
0: right? Number three, what's your favorite online tool?
1: Um, my favorite online tool is uh, the expense management, <laughs> because you have to control the expenses part
0: of Which it. Which tool? I use Zoho. Zoho, okay. Yeah. Number uh, four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? How many? Hours of sleep. Uh, five hours. And situation, married, single, kids? I'm married with kids. How many kids? One. One. And how old are you?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm on the other side of 50. Uh, uh, 53.
0: 53. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20.
1: Yeah, wish I knew that uh, uh, engineering is not the end of uh, not 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 the only thing that you need to know, right? Business development is extremely important, right? Being savvy on the business development is extremely important.
0: Guys, they charge insurance companies, uh, aftermarket uh, companies, uh, and and you know uh, connected fleet companies uh, anywhere between $70,000, $100,000 per year. Seven customers today, they just started selling five months ago, already at a 600000 run rate. They think the end of 2022 at a $1.2 million run rate. They're basically giving all the speed data, acceleration data from your car back to GEICO. So GEICO knows how to price your insurance, right? Or so you can get a cheaper rate. That's sort of a, a good example there. They raised a $5.5 Series A last year sold between call it 10 and 20% of the business doing that. Team of 36 today, they control their burn, which is net burn $150,000 per month right now by having their engineering team in India. They've got plenty of runway though to continue to drive growth. We're certainly rooting for them and we appreciate Sandeep, you taking us to the top.
1: Yep. Okay. Thank you very much.